Charlotte, I would like to endorse you to be the next president of the United States. Oh, my God. You've been a great secretary. Of state. Which state again? All of them. Secretary of State looking at us? I kind of know her. It's like kind of knowing a mermaid. Do you tell people that? She probably doesn't remember who I am. Secretary Field would like to speak with you. With me? I can't shake this feeling that we know each other. We do. We do? Picture me, I guess, maybe like 20 years younger, but like this. Florsky? Yeah! What are you doing these days? I'm a journalist. You're a great writer. But sometimes you're a little too much. I don't think I am too much. I actually think I'm the perfect right portion. It's really nice to see you again. Whoa! Hey! Crack it down! I'm okay! Did boys and men just call me a cracker? What is the relationship exactly? I used to babysit for him. You babysat for him? Wow, time has not been kind. I need some writers to punch up my speeches. Fred's writing is really good, and he knows me. Oh, I feel so scared. In order to write better for you, I should kind of get to know you better if you have a minute. I actually have seven. Seven Hi. minutes in heaven. <laughs> What is your favorite book as a kid? The Velveteen Rabbit. Favorite song? Must have been Love by Roxette. Most embarrassing moment. I don't embarrass that easily. I don't either, really. What's your favorite sexual position? Normal, front-facing <laughs> oh normal. God. What kind of question That's is that? That's all it took, look at you. Uh, what, what's your favorite sexual position? Don't be gross, Brian. Do you like date? I mean, who wants to follow me around the world and hope I have five minutes to be affectionate? Yeah. We did almost just die. We actually did almost die. We need to move you. Thank you, Agent M. It's Pretty Woman, but she's Richard Gere and you're Julia Roberts. Honestly, this has been the best few weeks of my entire life. We asked a thousand constituents how they would feel if Kate Middleton, I see where you're going with this, were to start dating Danny DeVito. Pretty negative reaction. Last time you got high was at a Sting Doctor's concert. We had a situation. Huh? I'm in so much trouble. What's happened? Are they out of water? Wow, he's so bendy, huh? Oh, ouch. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we will be reviewing Longshot. Now, if you don't know already, Longshot is the story of a young Fred Flarsky reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte Field. He charms her as she prepares to make a run for the presidency. Charlotte hires Fred as her speechwriter, and sparks fly, romantic comedy kind of stuff happen, and yeah... Uh, the, the movie was directed by Jonathan Levine, and it stars, of course, Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen, O'Shea Jackson Jr., and a bunch of others. I am joined for this review by my movie review partner from the Cinemania page and YouTube, Tyler Calvert. Tyler, what's up, buddy? Hey, good to be back. How you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a little tired, but, you know, it's always fun to talk movies, as always. Yes, yes, as we all love to do, you and I, especially on the weekends, nothing else to do but just talk some movies yeah, and watch them. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into this review, Longshot. Now, this movie, it premiered at South by Southwest this year, I believe, and yes. after the big reaction 
from South by Southwest, there was a lot of screenings, as you said. You've mentioned that you've seen this movie all the way back in March. Yeah, that was yeah. I was the, I was in the first that was the first group of screenings that like, I think that was actually the first screening they had of it in my entire state. I went to go see it in the city in Baltimore because I live in Baltimore, and I saw it back in March. I just never got around to doing like a full review for my channel or anything, just because I was busy. With other releases around that time, between like Us came out around that time, and then I saw Shazam really early as well around then. So it was like I just it was just sandwiched perfectly in between so many things going on that I just didn't have time to make a full review for my channel. So at least I eventually got around to talking about it. Right. I mean, we had a lot of uh, we after South. It seems like after South by Southwest, they really started to pump out those screenings because of the responses. And as the responses kept getting better and better and you saw that critics were very were praising it a lot. Fans were praising it a lot. So then they started doing more and more screenings. We got invited to about four of them, but like it'll fall on a day where I was either working a longer shift or Alex wasn't available. They, they would just always fall on those days. So yeah, I, I finally, so it finally were released. Um, it released nationwide to yesterday, and I finally was able to watch it. And my first thoughts. I'll start out. I'll start right off. I really liked it. Really, really liked it. What'd you think about it? Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's actually. I'm not like a big romantic comedy guy myself personally, but I actually thought it was probably one of my favorite comedies I've seen in the last few years. Actually, I really enjoyed. Pretty much every aspect of it. I mean, there's not every, every movie has some flaws, and we'll get into those later on. But as far as like overall, it's it's probably still in my top five of the year so far because I really enjoyed it that much. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. I don't have a top. I don't have. I think I have like six favorite movies of the year so far, <laughs> and it's def it's definitely in there. I know. I wish I had more, but it's. I mean, it's still early, and we exactly. you know we're gonna we're gonna go into this big summer season and all that stuff. So we'll see what comes on the what co goes on everyone's list by the end of the summer. Um, yeah. So I liked it, and it definitely made my list so far. My favorite movies of the year. Um, it's around number two or three. Because, you know, my top three right now is Endgame, um, long, and then Longshot and Us is, like, switching back and forth. Um, but, yeah, I definitely really, really liked it. I, I'm I'm opposite of you. I'm a huge fan of rom-coms. I didn't realize that about myself until recently, actually. I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, like, the last, like, year or so, I've just been very, like, very intrigued with rom-coms. I love me some Crazy Rich Asians. I love me some <clears> the big. I love me that movie, The Big Sick. You know what I mean? And the Netflix yeah, those, are, those are good. Like it's not yeah. that I like it's not that I don't like them because I like both those movies you mentioned. It's just like they're not right. like, my cup of tea, so to speak. Like, like I don't go seek them out. Like of course I like both those films and Longshot, but as far as genres I prefer to watch, that's not one of my ones I my go to, so to speak. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, and I definitely see as far as where you're coming from with that. <clears throat> but yeah, I definitely, you know, I, 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 I enjoy a lot of romantic comedies. Netflix has a lot of cheesy good ones and yeah. stuff. But this is one of the top tier ones where, like, you know, there's there's more care in the script and in these characters. Yeah, the I thought pretty well done actually. Yeah, I thought Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron had great chemistry. Um, yeah. The only thing, the only thing with me as far as the movie, although I really really liked it, like the pacing was weird at times because, like, I feel like you know we all know how this movie's gonna go. They gotta they gotta yeah. fall, fall in love and all that stuff. And I feel like that was that was done too quick. 
um, I wanted them to just establish the relationship a little more before, you know, falling in love or whatever. So that's my only thing about it that I felt like it was paced a little weird. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a two hour and like five to 10 minute movie. And I don't think it needed to be that long, but, um, yeah, they had, there's a lot of, they, they added a lot of stuff to like, keep like push the runtime a little bit higher than it probably should have went. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I know, I know, especially after all of us seeing Endgame, we shouldn't be worrying about two hours and 10 minutes to us is nothing. But yeah, well, um, I, saw this, I saw this back in March, so I didn't even care about the runtime back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but I was like, you know, I saw it in the afternoon, and I'm, you know, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, I, it was weird, because I was expecting a part to end, I was expecting it to end in a lot of moments, and I was like, okay, this is a nice little wrap-up, and then, like, it keeps going, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty <laughs> long, but, like, it didn't, right, it didn't fully take me out of it, because I still really, really enjoyed it, for the most part, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know exactly what you mean by stuff like that, where many movies have, like, you think this is the perfect time for it to wrap up, and then it goes on for another, like, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that was my only thing about it. Um, Although, it was it was still super, super good. I loved most of it. I loved all of the characters, too. Um, Although, there was, like, what's her name? Uh, There was a character played by, like, you know... Her, um, Charlize Theron's, like, you know, pretty much, like, her agent or whatever. Oh, I know, you're, you're talking about the, that Maggie, the Maggie chick, right? Yeah, um, uh, her name, June Diane Raphael is her name. Uh, she made Maggie Milliken. I thought she was very stereotypical. I, as soon as she came on screen, I knew what kind of character she was gonna be. Yeah. You know what both, I mean? Both of her little minions were kind of, like, the stereotypical kind of thing. Right, I just automatically knew what she... Well, not even, like, more so the minion guy. It was, like, her. I just knew these kind of movies, you got that person who doesn't like the couple being together, and I felt like I saw that coming a mile away, the way her character was set up (laughs) and stuff like that. But that was... I mean, these these are just minor things. These are just, like, me... Very minor, yeah. Yeah, these are very, very minor things, because it's still still a very, very enjoyable movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big I mean I'm a big Seth Rogen fan in general, so I'm like I'm I'm more biased I suppose when you come to his movies. But I mean, he's made some movies I haven't liked all that much, and I wasn't expecting to like him and Charlie's Throne as much as I did, just because that seems on paper and just in general, you think that's like a really weird pairing to have him with Charlie's Throne of all people, who's just you know this super attractive actress. But it actually surprisingly worked because they had like really good chemistry. Charlie's Throne also had some really good. She has really good comedic timing. That's actually surprised me as well. So that was like one of the more pleasant aspects, I guess you could say. Probably, probably why I enjoyed this more than many other movies, just not just this year, but romantic comedies in general, just because they had such good chemistry. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm, I'm realizing each year I'm definitely enjoying uh, Charlize Theron each like more and more. You know, I don't know what it is because like she she was never usually like my favorite actress, but like. You know, after watching Tully and then movies like, you know, she's doing a lot of these like smaller roles, and I definitely yeah. dig. And I definitely dig it. You know, listen, I love me some Atomic Blonde, I love me some Furiosa and stuff. <laughs> but like, you know, I I like her in these small roles too because it just shows it shows how dynamic she is. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I you know I just really enjoy her. I I enjoy her presence on screen. She's just so beautiful, and it's not like she's so beautiful and so charismatic, and, and like she's like you never realize that she's funny. And like watching Tully and this, like she's funny. She has some charismatic 
she has some charismatic, you know, tones within her. And I really enjoyed that, you know? Yeah, I never expected, like, her, uh, just her in general infused with, like, Seth Rogen-style comedy working so well. Because, I mean, let's be real. Like, Seth Rogen does have his own kind of comedy-style genre, whatever you want to call it. And, like, you can tell whenever he's in a movie, it's like, it's a Seth Rogen movie. And yeah. I never expected that Charlize Theron, if you threw her into that kind of formula, it actually kind of works. Like, some of the scenes that they had with the Seth Rogen formula worked really well and actually made me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, let me see a couple of things I wrote down. Oh, I like the score a lot. I like the music. There's a lot of good music in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, a lot of good artists in it as well, as far as like celebrity music. Oh my God. This... Boys, to men, boys to men. One thing, one <laughs> thing, one, yeah, that was great. Uh, one thing that like really, how do I say? Like it didn't. It didn't like take me out of the movie, but it felt like they were trying too hard at this. Like, there's there's times in this movie where they're referencing a lot of, you know, they're referencing yeah a lot of current events, and I'd say like, you know, like current rappers and stuff. And there's a rapper who shows up in this movie that pissed me off. It pissed (laughs) me off so bad because I hate. I hate this rapper, and I and listen, I don't hate anybody, but I hate this rapper. You know, um, yeah. I, I won't it's say who. Weird, if it's, it's a weird cameo. I can't deny that. Yeah, it's a cameo. I won't say who. If you're like, look, if you go and watch it, like, oh, that's my favorite guy. I mean, good lord, God help you if that's your favorite guy. But I, there's a rapper that makes a cameo, and I, it, I got upset. You know what I mean? Because I hate his music, so I was <laughs> just, I, I, it, I got upset, but then I just. Forget, forgot about it. He only says about. He only says two things. They didn't like. They didn't like Rihanna him and make him have a whole like arc or anything like that. Yeah, he was like blink. It was like a blink and you miss it kind of thing, really. Yeah, it was quick. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't freak out too much. I was like, okay, all right, all right, whatever. Okay, good job without. But all right. <laughs> speaking of, speaking <laughs> you know? of other rappers, though, in a, in a sense, anyways, what did you think of uh, Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr.? I he was one of my highlights. I thought he was so funny. He yeah. was so over the top, but he was great at being over the top. You know what I mean? Like, I just love his dialogue. I don't know if he was... Yeah, he really stole the show for me in many scenes. Yeah. The banter he had with Seth Rogen, because I've seen him... I've seen O'Shea Jackson Jr. in a couple other movies, and, like, I never, like, thought of him as, like, a funny kind of guy, and it actually really surprised me how much his comedy and his... He actually had some really good comedic timing, especially with Seth Rogen. I, I hope he does more comedies in the future, because I actually really liked him in this. Yeah, like, I, I never, like... It was weird because like that was one of the that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, you know, really kind of praised him. And like he um he just has this I I I don't listen, so he's gonna be of course I love those Shay Jackson Jr. and um Shay out of Compton. That's where he started, you know, that's he was great. But I, I love him. I think he's so good in the comedic roles. If you never if you haven't seen in if you haven't seen Ingrid Goes West with him um, one of my oh, favorite, yeah, one of my favorite indie movies of 2017. Um, he's, what you say? I forgot about that movie actually. Yeah, like he's so great in that as well, and the same kind of thing in here too. Like he's just so comedic, heavy, and good. He has really, really good. He has really, really good comedic presence, and I like that. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of him when he goes when he goes like action movies. And stuff. Oh, you mean like how he's gonna be in uh, the new Godzilla at the end of the month? Yeah, I, I just know what his character's gonna be in that movie. And those kind of monster or like 
crazy things happening kind of movies. You need that guy who's like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa. Much. You I know what I mean? <laughs> I hope he's not that character type, though, in Godzilla. But he's going to be, you know, like, you know, he's just going to be the, you got to be kidding me. Oh, man. <laughs> no way. You know what I'm saying? And then shoot True. him up, whatever. You know he's going to be that character, which I accept. And then it's all forgiven and stuff. But, you know, I, I like to see him in these more comedic roles because he's very, very funny. And I don't think even he knows he's that funny, but he's very, very good. Um, He was yeah. one of my highlights as well. I just like that he called out Seth Rogen on a bunch of his bullshit throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, their relationship, and then that—that's like you know, give me give me a movie with just them two. They were really funny. You know what I mean? They're funny together. Um, or, they played, uh, like what was it the big reveal at the end where they had that big that that big moment in the end where he like revealed all that stuff to him in the apartment. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because they're like they're so like um they have a lot of they have really really good chemistry you know um I like them together I thought they were really good really cool and he doesn't uh, like say his welcome either like he kind of just sporadically appears but it's not in like a weird way like it felt it felt very natural him going in and out of the movie because they go all around the world because you know Seth Rogen's character is on the move all the time with Charlize Theron because they're all, all over the world when it comes to like humanitarian efforts with the presidency and all that, because she's the Secretary of State, but she's also going to run for president. So they're all around the world. So they're kind of just mostly communicating over the phone, FaceTime and all that. But then they come back, and then he's actually in the movie again. So that's why I liked when they he, they showed him. He's in it the perfect amount where he doesn't feel like a really annoying, out-of-place character. It actually felt like it, it mattered. It, like It was really grounded. It was just really great. Yeah, when he comes on the screen, you're not like, oh, it's this guy again. You know, you're like, oh, hey, it's that guy. You know what I mean? Well, so I like them. Had all those characters before many movies. Are. It's like, oh, great, this character again. Yeah, so you know, I really, really liked. I liked. I liked him a lot. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, any last? Any anything that anything that in the movie that didn't work for you at all? Uh, I mean, some of the humor. I mean, I guess I've grown to get used, become used to it because it's a Seth Rogen movie. But some of the humor, like the more adult, like sexual humor, kind of was like it felt more forced than usual when it comes to Seth Rogen. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I wish that he had he had took a maybe like wore less of those uh those windbreakers because they were really they were, they were really ugly. <laughs> they were they were really. Well, I guess ugly. that was intentional. That was part of the comedy. Yeah, I guess that's just part of the character and stuff, which I didn't mind, of course. You know, I dug it. I dug it a lot. No, I liked I, it, but it was, just, it was just an eyesore. <laughs> one thing that's a little, one thing too, last thing for me, that's just a little bit jarring was the, um, probably the, like, believability of the movie. You know, yeah. not with a female president, because I'm, I'm praying for when that, when that, when that happens eventually, but with the actual... Okay, this will never happen, you know, especially the end. The last like fifteen minutes, I'm like, all right, guys. But you know, it's it's it, these kind of movies. They come with the standard, and you know that you know it's it's if if we if it would have took itself seriously, then we would have been like, oh, what is all of this? So I still appreciated it, but still in the there was parts where I was just like, oh, okay, that's not happening. But you know. Still good. Still really enjoyed. <laughs> Still it. really great. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's actually rated R. So I mean, they at least got to go there when it comes to all the humor and dialogue and all that. They didn't have to cheap out and cut away or do or take away any stupid jokes that they couldn't do if they wanted to make it a PG thirteen movie and make all that kind of money. So I actually give them credit for making like a an R an R rated romantic comedy that I actually really enjoyed and hopefully other people enjoyed too. I don't know 
as far as box office success goes, because it seems like everybody I know has already seen it. Cause like you said, they, they've done like dozens of screenings of it there and here. Yeah. And yeah. it's also, you know, all the money's going to end game and lately and detective Pikachu's coming out next week. I mean, I saw it and it was really great, but I don't know. I hope it does well. I mean, it, just for being what it is, but I mean, right now it's in my top five of the year. I mean, of course there's, you know, we're only like five months in now, but I mean, as of, I mean, it's been in my, top five for a while since i saw it back in march so that i feel like that's a testament to how good it was yeah i definitely agree with you i i definitely agree um yes i i really enjoyed it i just uh one thing if you're I, I, if you're very political uh might want to stay away from this kind of movie yeah um but sure. but um listen i I they make fun of a certain news station in this movie, and I totally was there for it. I loved it. I thought it was <laughs> yeah, thought it, it was, was pretty, so it was hilarious. Pretty, it was pretty blatant. Like it wasn't like yeah. they were like sugarcoated. <laughs> if you know who, if you if you know anything about politics or the news, like you know exactly what they're referencing. Yeah, there's a news station that they're making fun of, and I loved it. And which I was surprising was... though, because it was the yeah. <laughs> well, not not that part, but the and we didn't talk about it. The Andy Circus in in a bunch of makeup was the head of that that news station. That was Andy Circus. Yeah, that was Andy Circus. Good and... lord, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I would say that's that was the other funny tidbit because I thought because when I was seeing when I saw the movie, I didn't go in looking at the cast because I, yeah. I just didn't care. And then I think, and he looks a lot like Andy Serkis. Like, yeah, I don't know, waited until the end of the movie. And I looked at the credits, and that's Andy Serkis and a bunch of makeup. The, the king, the king of mocap and makeup and all that. Yeah. Experience. Makes so much sense, though, right? Mocap and all this stuff. I did not know that was him. That I mean, great. I thought <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. thought he was so funny. Um yeah, the movie the movie was very very funny. It just kept me laughing so much. And these are, these are the kind of movies that you need. And like you know, here and there, not all the time, but just like you know, yeah, these are the kind of movies nice that are change, just good. It's a nice change of pace movie. Nice change of pace. It was a nice. I, I yeah, I, I'd have to agree. It's a nice way to step away from the Marvel and Endgame and all that stuff. Because like that's the I I feel for other movies now because that's like what's been ingrained in my head since yeah. like I've seen it, you know, especially how many times I've seen it. That's like what's been drained in my head for the most part. Yeah. So it was a nice little I agree with you. It was a nice little change of pace as far as that goes. Yeah, especially because it's like, you know, the start of the summer blockbuster season, so you're going to get all of the big action movies. Like I've, we've already got Endgame and then Detective Pikachu's coming out and we I mean Shazam came out as well, so it's just this. It's gonna be. I'm just curious. That's what I say. I'm curious how well it's gonna do at the box office with so much money going to all these other huge movies. I don't remember what the budget was for this though. I can't imagine it being very high because it's not like it was very like CGI heavy or anything. But I hope it. I hope it at least is successful financially because I know it's successful critically because I liked it. You liked it. Many of my friends who've seen it, even from Southwest Southwest and all, they all liked it. And I think it has a really high score on Rotten Tomatoes as well because I think it got. Uh, certified fresh earlier it was a uh, 83% yeah it's like 90 some or it's like 83 you said yeah I believe um, it's 83 critics certified fresh yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'm i i don't as far as box office i don't think i think it'll do fine because you know i larry and i are gonna do our show tomorrow as far as box office goes i just don't see and it's not it's nothing against the movies but i just don't see like 
these kind of like end end game is just gonna run the box office for a while. Like the movie, they, it's gotta stop making money eventually. Yeah, and the movie, the movie already like by tomorrow, it's gonna be, it's gonna make two billion dollars. So I think the hype is still there as far as Endgame goes because even today, like I was at the theater to watch The Intruder. Oh God! Oh, um, did you you saw that today? I did, and I don't even want to review it. I'm just not going to. But it was so very bad. I'm just not going to. I walked out very unhappy. Um, and, I made a I loved it. I loved. I'm sure you did. Was. Listen, y'all, YouTubers, get your monetization, get your money. I don't blame you, but for me, I just not. It's not worth it. It's just not. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. But Tyler, you's a YouTuber. I'm not. You get your monies. Get your viewership. Because I'm sure people love, people love angry reviews, and I guess oh, I, that's I, I wasn't like overly angry. I just yeah, tried. I was just like, this movie's ridiculous, <laughs> right? But I know that's a thing where people people like when like viewers like when uh, you know where creators, yeah, when cre- pe- viewers like it when creators shit on horrible movies, and I I get that because sometimes I want to just shit all over a movie. But I was like, Dwayne, you don't need this type of neg- negative energy. <laughs> I in just your looked life. it up, and uh, apparently, Longshot's budget is forty million. Forty? That's what it's. Well, like, that's, apparently, that's what it says. The locations I can kind of see. Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. The, the you know, it has to be like yeah. cost something. I mean, it's not like the Screen Gems movies where, like, The Intruder, where they make them on a low budget, make them PG thirteen, and then they make their money back on their first weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, "Oh, it'll be fine if it was like nine thought that nine million to make." But you're saying forty, and that's because like they go to a lot of locations in this movie. Yeah, the Europe, like, the European locations. She's the president, and for for movies that involve like presidential stuff and news, all oh, that's that's gonna cost money. So I can see how. Sure. Um, I can definitely see how. All right, so I guess that is our review for Long Shot. I really dug it. Tyler, you really, really liked it. Um, all right, guys, that is our review. Thank you guys for joining us. If you want to tell us what you think about it, let us know wherever you're listening to this to on, and make sure you guys follow the channel. Lots of good stuff coming up your way. As far as this weekend, tomorrow we will have uh, the morning movie show is back with Brett and I in the morning. And then we have the box office beatdown show, episode 11, with myself and Larry. And then later on that night, we'll be Throne Watch, episode 4, with the Game of Thrones <laughs> recap. Um, Tyler, anything coming up on your page this week? Um, I mean, I don't really know, because I know I'm going to an event for the boys, the Amazon the Amazon superhero show. I know that's on Tuesday. I don't know if I, I don't know yet if I'm allowed to talk about whatever happens uh, at that because the show doesn't actually premiere till like late July. So that may or may not be on my channel depending on if I'm allowed to talk about it. But other than that, uh, I know that the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is going to drop sometime next this upcoming week as well. So I'll probably do something about that. But those are like the two things I know for sure I'm going to do because I know the big week thing is uh, Detective Pikachu, but I've already seen it. So if you're curious about what if you like Detective Pikachu or not, whether it's a good or bad movie, you know, I already made a review over on my YouTube channel because I've already seen it. But other than other than that, the two big things, like I said, I may be able to talk about the boys, whatever the event entails, the screening, whatever you want to call it, and something Spider-Man related. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes this week. Yeah, right. We have a uh, we have a private screening on Tuesday. They 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 don't tell you what it is until you go. Um, that's gonna be interesting because 
I don't know. It, I, I won't say a lot, but it seems very secretive. So I don't know if that's a good thing or is that a, oh, that's a bad thing. Like it's secretive. Like oh, we know this movie's gonna be ass. So here, what do you think? I laugh. If you know they what I mean? I laugh if they showed you something really stupid, like the intruder. <laughs> Dana, Dana, you know, you know, Dana. She was like, when I told her about it, she was like, oh my god, what if it's like ugly dolls? I was like, luckily, ugly dolls is already out, so yeah, I don't to have to worry about it out in the near future. Like. Like, uh, I don't know, like, what comes out? Like, I mean, that'd be something really, maybe something really stupid I could think of, like Aladdin or something. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping it's not, I'm, I'm, like, nervous. Like, is it, like, a horrible movie? Is it, like, some documentary that I didn't have to wait in line is it, for? Is it, are both you and Alex going? Yeah, and well, I, I, just... I, I, I hope for, I hope for his sake it's Dark Phoenix then. Oh, can you imagine? I don't want he'd to. Be, he'd be hyped, though. He'd be hyped as hell. Dark Phoenix! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, Alex, this movie's gonna be my, wretched. The, the one, the, my one friend who is, like, rooting for Dark Phoenix to be good. Listen, if I'm if I'm wrong about Dark Dark Phoenix, listen, I'll come on here. Oh, yeah. I'll come too. on here wholeheartedly and say, yo, this movie was awesome. I was wrong. Me too. But, but I, I just, I don't, that, I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't. And then I heard about this two hour and 41 minute, oh, so I just don't want to. At least, they, at least it was confirmed that was not true. I, I, I guess I just don't even. <laughs> I don't even want to do it with this. Uh, it's just gonna be tough. It's gonna, it's gonna be a good summer, but then it's just gonna be some things that I'm nervous yeah. about. But Same. you know, we'll see. I am excited about the Spider-Man stuff on Monday. Everyone's hyping up next week's Marvel news. It's gonna be like a future thing. So yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I need to know what the future entails after Endgame. Right, yeah, we'll see after the end game. Um, also, everyone too, like the Russos confirmed it. Monday is the spoiler ban because of the trailer. Yeah, we're we're gonna be talking full spoilers next week as far as like whatever happened. So if 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 a conversation comes up, we're gonna be like, oh, blah 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 blah. Remember that part when this happened? Then it's gonna happen. So just go watch the movie. Everyone else is. I mean, if you want, who hasn't seen it at this point? I know. If you're two billion dollars. Movies are already like movies are already sitting in paradise right now in its second week. So I mean, if you haven't seen it already, I don't know what you're doing. Exactly. Uh, please don't go waste your money on the intruder. Oh god. Uh, I, I didn't. I feel like I should have been paid to see it, but I actually had a fun time. Oh god. It was a bad movie though, but I had a fun time because <laughs> it was so bad. It was wretched. Um. All right, guys, that is our review once again. Thank you, guys. I mean, thanks for listening to, like, an extra five minutes of just nothingness of <laughs> Tyler right. and I going back and forth. Um, all right, guys, my name's Dwayne. That is Tyler. This is the Cinemania World Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>